And you're welcome to Racing Only Better ahead of the weekend's action. We have York, Sandown and One Race at Chester to bring you ahead of the meeting of Royal Ascot, which kicks off next week. And we are hoping to steer you in the right direction, as we have been most of the flat season. Well, I have anyway. Isn't that right, Kevin Blake? That's right. Niche <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, reference for fans of Dumb Believables back in the day. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The two boys, good stuff. Tony Calvin, you're in good form. Not in the next competition, no. No, 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 no. We could do with a winner, lads. We could do with a winner. I, I mean, the fact that I'm running away with it tells you exactly how stinking bad you lot have been. Sure. Anyway, look, we're <laughs> going to change that today. We will change that today and do our very best. We'll start off at York, lads. We have uh, Queen Mother's Cup handicap to get through. It's the two o'clock on the card. First race off. King of the Midlands, uh, seven to two for Andrew Bowlings. You've got top anticipation at four to one. Arctic Fox at seven to one. Throne Hall is 15 to two alongside Cassili, and it's 11 to one bar. Kevin Blake, a nice mile and a half handicap to kick us off here. Who do you like? Yeah, for, for lady amateur riders, um, which makes it, you know, introduces some of its own challenges. And I tell you, like, I, I don't think that the lady amateur ranks are, are as strong as they were maybe 10 years ago. And um, obviously we've lost some high profile retirements there. And um, I, I know Anya O'Connor has been brought over from Ireland there to ride for Adrian Keatley, which is quite interesting. But um, I've sided with um, top anticipation for Harry Hustis. Um, He has got Becky Smith to take the ride, who, who's ridden plenty of winners. And this just looks, she's a five-year-old mare, but she just looks to be one of those that's just taken off. Like she was, she this, this mare was kind of stuck around the same handicap mark for ages, like, like well over a year. And she's come back from a, from a winter break and has taken off. And all of a sudden, she's got up 10 pounds and um, she might not be finished improving yet. So um, I think course and distance will all suit her. She's clearly in, in rage and good form. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ideally like a, a, a slight lower draw, but we won't be too picky, Hugh. And I'm happy enough to side with top anticipation. OK, top anticipation at four to one at the time of recording. Money back special here. Money back is a free bet uh, if your horse fails to place in this race. So Kevin's... Selection is an each way prize at four to one. Uh, take out the terms and conditions in the show description. Tony Calvin, are you going for something at a bigger price or how do you see it? Yeah, um, <clears throat> that concession could come in very handy here because Throne Hall's only beaten two horses in three starts this season. So the potential for another blowout's massive there. But mm. the upside to this horse is he's, he's just now ridiculously well handicapped. Um, he's down to a mark of 92. Um, and not so long ago, he was just touched off in a sky bet handicap at mark of 98. So obviously he's come massively down the down the weights, but he's running poorly, but his two best efforts have been over course and distance. And he's down to mark of 92, which just allows him to squeeze into this 0 to 90 at the top end of, of the ceiling handicap mark. So mm. you know, if he comes back to anything near his best, he, he's got to run a massive race. And I think I'm right. Aren't Archie watching a Brodie Hampton... Uh, they're an item in real life as well as uh, are they? Yeah, buying here. I think so. Anyway, anyway, that's that's by the by. Is that a positive? Is that a positive or a negative? When they're driving <laughs> a horse. Well, if, they, <laughs> if they've been setting one up for a big race like this, mm. then yeah, maybe. Well, it would it be it would be the plot of all plots. But with that money back concession with a blowout potential, yeah, throne hall is okay. uh, is, is uh, you'd be looking for you'd be looking probably looking for a double figure price. But yeah, fifteen to two is fair. Okay, 15 to 2. Money back as a free bet if your horse fails to place with the Betfair Sportsbook. The 235 is the JCB handicap. Uh, Gents, it's the second race on the card. Over seven furlongs. Boardman for Tim Easterby is your 15 to 8 favourite. Uh, Lion Tower at 7 to 2 for uh, Grant Shure. And Maywake 5 to 1. Chalet 
five to one. Mykonos St. John at ten to one. And let's have what you like about the rest. Um, right, Tony, you can kick us off here. We have a short price favorite in Boardman. Is he uh, going? Is the most likely winner? Do you think? Yeah, probably. Uh, Lion's Tail is not far behind uh, uh, that one. Uh, it's a very tricky race. I don't think you've got many unexposed horses in there. So obviously the favourites uh, on an upward uh, curve, but Lion's Tower just very, very solid. Um, two good runs over a mile at this course on the last two starts. Mm-hmm. Bumped into a real improver last time. Won his race on the near side. I think stepping back to seven furlongs won't be a problem. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say seven to two is a giveaway and I probably won't be having a bet in the race, but I thought he was probably the fairest value on grounds of going in there in, in good nick, course form, drop down in trip, won't it won't be bothered. And it's off the same market as I said, is it went bumping into one last time. So Lion Tower, solid enough. Lion Tower, seven to two at the time of recording, which is Thursday evening. Kevin Blake for yourself, for seven for a handicap. Um, yeah, look, I, I, you know, it's not a race you really want to be putting up short price horses, but um, Boardman's been very good to us in fairness. Mm. Like, like I think I've put him up maybe the last four times he's run and, and he's been doing plenty of winning. And we're expecting kind of a perspective, um, you know, the potential for a horror show at Chester last time, Chester being as it is and the way he tended to be ridden, but it was actually really straightforward. He was ridden a bit more prominently than usual, um, got a lovely straightforward split and, and went and won well. And she looked this this British handicapper is so, he's so easy on these horses. He's only put him up four pounds. Mm. Um, I, I thought he 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 would have earned a few more than that. And um, she look for whatever reason he's clearly absolutely thriving. Um, fair to say he he's better than ever now. Um, and look, he'll have to overcome a career high mark to to go and do this. But um, look, he he's, he'll hopefully be ridden a bit handier again. He looked a bit more straightforward and. Shalok, yeah, hopefully he'll get make it uh, four out of five um, in, in recent starts, which is fair going. Lovely. Hopefully quicker than the name of the race, which is the JCB Handicap. We'll move on to the five past three, gentlemen. And a sky bet race to the Ebor Grand Cup stakes. Bit of a mouthful, but it's uh, a mile and three quarters, a mile and six furlongs listed contest here. You've got Mandu for Brian Meehan at the top of the market, nine to four, without a fight. At three to one is next best in the betting. Then you have Kamari for Charlie Appleby at 10 to three, William Buick on board. Uh, you can Glenn at five to one, John Leeper eight to one, and one smooth operator 12 to one completing this short field. Kevin, <laughs> short field, who do you like? Yeah, horrible race, really, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to be honest, there, there's concerns about a good few of these, um, stamina or form or otherwise. Um, and I, I, I but I want to take a bit of a swing on Kamari. Um, okay. I don't think his stamina is in any great doubt. He this time last year he was just about to win the Queen's Vase, um, lowering some some better fancied rivals. And um, look, he, he he put together some nice runs thereafter. But his comeback out in Dubai was disappointing. He was sent off five, but he was beaten twelve lengths, and we didn't see him again in Dubai. Um, so look, he needs to bounce back. Um, but I'm hopeful that he can. I think uh, I think he's the best horse in this race on his day. Yeah. And um, you know he's receiving three pounds off without a fight. And uh, yeah, it's you, as you can probably tell, not a bullish shout. But I do like him, Mary. I've liked him for a long time, and hopefully he's in the sort of shape he need to be to go and win here. Excellent. Okay, great, Kamari, ten to three. Tony Calvin. Um, again, it's it's a it's a limited field here, so you're you're a little bit stuck for choice. But who do you like? Um, <clears throat> I thought Mandu was the right favourite. Nine to four is probably just just only fair, but that's the general market price. The one proviso here is the, the pace of the race without a fight can go forward. Mandu can go forward. 
And it wouldn't massively surprise me if they switched up with Yuke and Glenn going forward because he has won from the front in the past. So with that in mind, Mandu might not might get a contested pace and that might not be ideal. But, you know, he's only having his sixth start. He hasn't got much to find with these at his best. It was a really good run last time. Mm. Uh, Ascot, Alazi, obviously, is a very good horse on his day when he gets it right. The third's come out of one by six lengths at Goodwood, third realm. So, you know, with a horse with Mandu's kind of profile, no wonder why he's at the top of the market. And yeah, I, I think it's I think it's probably justified. I wouldn't like to say I'd be probably wanting three to one on the exchange before I get involved with Mandu, but yeah, he's a right favourite. Okay, right, Mandu, not a particularly bullish or strong show for DC. Um and Charlie Appleby's horse for Kevin. Right, the last at York then is the Paris Foundation Catherine Memorial Sprint Handicap, five places on offer. Each way on the sports book here, fast horses need only apply. It's a six furlong handicap. Um, Ingra Tour for Mick Channon, four to one. It's wide open this one. Harry three for Clive Cox at 15 to two. You've got Showtime Mahomes at eight to one. Um, I wonder, is that named after Patrick Mahomes? The Definitely. Player. Has to be, has to be. Um, 10 to one, Gisburn for uh, Richard Hannon. Roach Power at 10 to one. And it's how much you like about the rest, Tony Calvin. Um, wide open here. Plenty of big prices in a big field. Um, who do you like? I couldn't make head in the talents. I, I did think I'm going towards the top of the market with the time this week. Mm. I, I'd want bigger than the current price, but obviously you're, you're getting extra places. But I think Ingrid Tour was so impressive at Newmarket uh, back in April. Um, you know, we've seen what the form's done there. We've got Harry Free reopposing. He did Kevin a favour when, when winning really well at Newmarket. I think he did well to win there. Going on the wide outside. If you go back and have a look at it, it was really pulling away. So mm. I can see the case for Harry Free getting his revenge. But then again, you know, Ingletor is only £9 higher and uh, Harry Free went up £6 for last time as well. So Ingletor is waiting to confirm that form in April. The one doubt I've got about Ingletor is we haven't seen him since late April. Now, whether they've been waiting for this very big pot, possibly, but you, you, I want him to see him coming out a bit sooner than six, six weeks later. So yeah. I think he's probably got Drifter written all over him at about 4 to 9 to 2, but... For a form case, Inguator is is very solid. You go back and have a look at his Kempton run previously. Probably should have won there, got mugged on the line. The winner went on to win his next two. So you've got a really, really progressive profile. And, you know, he was dominant at Newmarket last time. But he comes there in the same form. He's a right favourite. I suspect you might get six to one plus for your money on the exchange. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll get opposition. Okay. Well, Kev, loads of big prices here. I mean, have you, are you taking a wild swing at anything or is it a safe option you're going no, yeah, the safer option, TC mentioned there, Harry 3. Um, look, the, the, the case I was kind of making from the last day was that he, he kind of made a fast start to his career um, in lesser company and then just, just seemed to get a little bit lost for a while in handicaps and was kind of learning on the job. And I thought he did well to overcome the fact that he had to, he was waiting quite a while for a run. And when it came, I thought it might be too late. And it, it was really to his credit that he picked up as well as he did. Um, you know, six pounds rise, it was reasonable, I thought. And um, and look, he's, he's bred to get better and better. Like, this is a family that's all over the place at the minute. He's a half-brother to um, Diligent Harry. Um, he, he's a half he's a half brother to the dam of um, El Cabello and um, and Katie Content, who, who we've been talking about in recent weeks. So it's a very live family, very fast family. Um, one for you, Hugh. Fast horses only need a client from this yeah. family. And uh, yeah, I think there's more in him. I think he can okay. he can make that graduation and, and go and win uh, another real valuable race like this. And as we said, five places each way on the sports book. So 
uh, get stuck in there with the extra value. Sandown, we'll move over to Sandown. That's the 140 is the Trafalgar Square handicap. It's a mile and a furlong. And Aldaja for Charles Hills, Charlie Hills is your seven to two favorite. Maplewood for Charlie Appleby, nine to two. You've got Rudimental for Hugo Palmer with uh, Harry Davidson taking five pounds off at five to one. V side, six to one, and at seven to one bar. Right, Kev, um, first race at Sandown, the Trafalgar Square handicap just over a mile. How do you solve this puzzle? Yeah, tough one. Look, look around this track. I, I, pace can hold up very well rudimental there for Hugo Palmer um, you know made a winning handicap debut at red car two starts ago jumped out made the run and was very tough and he was beaten at Doncaster last time but um, I wouldn't judge him too harshly on that you know and I think off the same mark again here like I say around the track where it can pay to be good and prominent he's got a good draw hopefully he'll get the lead um, and get it relatively easily and yeah I think he'll, he'll still be in there boxing at the finish Okay, good stuff. Uh, rudimental for Kevin. What about yourself, Tony? Uh, I was hoping for a better run uh, from Thunder Queen at Nottingham uh, in the 4.35 this, this afternoon because I thought Knight of Luxury beat that horse with a fair bit in hand at Leicester last time. And I thought £3 rice was fair, but uh, the runner-up, as I mentioned, Thunder Queen run pretty deplorably at, at Nottingham. So that that puts me off him a little bit. I, I thought he was probably the best bet in the race at eight because he is... He's, bet, he's bred to be much better than a 78 rated horse. but So maybe night of luxury. The sportsbook have gone out on a massive limb here with uh, offering 16 to 1 about too tempting. And I thought it was a strong race uh, that he finished second in last time. She finished second in last time. He or she, anyway. Um, but yeah, up £4 for that. Uh, and I think the step up in trip is shouldn't be a problem on pedigree. I thought too tempting at 16 to 1 was probably... The pick of the prices, I suspect that will come under pressure because that 16 to 1 is easily the biggest price in the marketplace. So, yeah, um, if I'm going to play, I, I might touch, um, I might touch the, 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 um, the gold, the dolphin horse and two tempting at eights and 16s. Okay, very good. Um, the 215 is the Claremont handicap over a mile. And um, you've got encouraged in here for uh, James Fanshawe, who's 11 to 4 favourite, just ahead of Uzo for Jamie Osborne at 3 to 1. Um, Tahitian Prince at 13 to 2 for Richard Hannon. Empire set in mind 30 to 2 and at 7 to 1. Bar. Right, Tony Calvin, um, you can kick us off with this one. Uh, 11 to 4 favourite encouraged, but um, there's, there's plenty of value there if you go shopping around. Yeah. Um, the, um, <clears throat> my strongest uh, fancy of the day runs in this. Oh. Via serendipity. Now you okay. can see that you can see the price. You can see the case for the first two in the market. Encourages a horse going forward. Uzo is in form, but they both paid for those good performances last time with with rises in the handicap, and I think that leaves them vulnerable. Via serendipity is going the other way now. He's back on the mark, just a pound lower than when at not at Goodwood uh, last September. He's twelve pound lower than his all weather mark. He actually won this race in two thousand eighteen under a certain Fran Berry. Where is he now? And um, talking rubbish on the telly, is he? <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got Via Simply. In fact, he's not only won this race, he's, he's won well on all four starts here. Yeah, he, he's, he's tactically versatile. Harry Davis is on board. The stable were two from three today, and the other one traded odds on him running and just got beat. So, Charlie Fellows' horses are, are in good nick. Uh, you go back and have a look at his run last time at Windsor, it's a total throwout run. Uh, the pace held up. The winner got on the rail. He was out the back on the outside. Got no chance. They got dropped two pounds for it. Uh, I just think everything is set up uh, for Via, Dira, uh, Via, 
serendipity. Very good. Pens, three places each way. And what the real clincher is, they left it in the Hunt Cup today on Thursday. Uh, he's off a mark of 91. He'll need to win and get a £5 penalty to get any chance of getting in uh, uh, Ascot on Wednesday. So they'll be very, very keen there. And obviously, Harry Davis is very good value for his £5 claim. So via serendipity, I thought he looks more of a five to one poke to me than ten to one. Ten to one each way, three places. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Lovely, good stuff. Strong case there for Via Serendipity for Tony Calvin. What about yourself, Kev? Um, I like Sheer Rocks down the bottom. Um, he's a horse that, that won his two starts um, last season and you know did it in the way he overcome quite a bit. He overcame quite a bit, I should say, on a second start and just gave the impression of one that may well be well handicapped this season. And they said to hell with the handicaps, lads. We'll go for a listed race. Um, on his return and thankfully his handicap mark survived <laughs> and uh, he, he finished last in a handy that day um, over 10 furlongs and look coming back to a mile and um, entering handicap company off a mark of 88 I think there's definite scope for him to do better um, David Egan takes the ride and uh, yeah I, I thought he was interesting now right down at the bottom of the weights Excellent. Okay, good stuff, lads. The 250, then the last at Sandown before we talk about Chester is the Scurry Stakes five furlong sprint here uh, Katura, Clive Fox, even money favourites. I'm going to take a, a bit of whack in here. Next closest in the betting is Mitbai for Roger Varian, a four to one. Live in the dream, nine to two. Get ahead, nine to one. And how would you like about the last two? Right, favourite's going to win here. Does anyone, Kev, do, 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 do you not think Katura will win? Um, sure, look, he's kind of 10 pounds clear of the rest, isn't he? Yeah. He's, got, he's got a penalty to carry, but um, just, yeah, course and distance. He's, you know, shown that he clearly retains... Um, much of the, the very good ability he showed last season yeah. and look he's going to take a fair bit of whack and like you say he was stalled too um, I'd say he'll be given a, a no messing ride and yeah we'll take a bit of whacking. Lovely Katora even money from 4 to 5 Tony Cabin do you disagree? Uh, I thought the flag was a poser but the price uh, got the got the £5 penalty for the Flying Children's win obviously comes in a good form highest rated horse but on adjusted figures uh, comes out the same horse as Illustrating down the bottom, getting £10. Now, Illustrating is finished second to a horse that Kevin likes for Ascot next week, Twilight Jet. Uh, finished sec- good second to that last uh, last season. And if that horse comes, if that filly comes back to that kind of form, getting £10 from the top weight and the favourite, she's got chances here. Um, I mean, there's, there's plenty of pace in the race with Living the Dream and uh, Illustrating's stable mate Attergirl. Um, uh, yeah, getting the weight, coming back to that juvenile form, mm-hmm. and, and their first time cheap pieces do the business. I thought illustrating opened up at 12 to the sports book, been, been nibbled into 12 uh, to 10s at the moment, but that's still the best price out there. If you are looking for um, uh, an alternative to the favorite, I think illustrating is the better 10 to one. It'd be interesting with them without favorite markets come out. If you can get maybe Seven to two, four to one illustrating. You'll probably get a little bit bigger, actually. Uh, I think that'd yeah. be quite interesting because the favourite is very solid coming off the back of a really good Sandy Lane run. Excellent. Okay, that's Sandown done. Chester, we've one race to talk about, and Betfair are going four places each way on the 327 furlong handicap at Chester. Thunder Legend for William Haggis, 92 favourite. For him, we've been spoken about how good his stable have been so far this season. Roman Dragon, six to one. Outgate, seven to one. You've got Ali's Dancer for Kevin Ryan at seven to one alongside Cowboy Justice for Jessica Harrington is sending this over. Um, so yeah, interesting enough there. I mean, would you give Cowboy Justice a chance here? 
Uh, Kevin Blake, just quickly before we get your view on it, or how do you see this? Give which one, sorry, Hugh? Cowboy Justice, Jessica Arrington's horse, Cowboy Justice. Um, look, interesting that he's been sent over, isn't it? It's kind of, look, this mm. race is worth a lot of money, but mm. it, it's still interesting that he's going over. It's slightly, slightly left field. Um, so look like the case is there clearly and not, maybe not as quite a short price as you might expect for one with that profile um, he, the, the horse he was second to last time um, is called Amarentia um, trained by Joseph and he's going to go over for the Britannia this week you know so um, I'd say the form isn't bad at all so I can see the case there definitely um, but I did find myself swinging back towards Outgate um, for the Kublers um, one over this course and distance, two starts back and, and just handled the place beautifully from a good draw and put the race to bed well. And look, the second was quite eye-catching, but, uh, you know, the, the winner sealed it with, with, a, with a pretty hardy turn of foot, top of the straight, and went to Haydock thereafter in a valuable race and just went a bit wrong, got hampered early and was left with a lot to do. And, you know, Haydock can be a hard place to come from off the pace. Um, so, yeah, I'm forgiving of that. I'm back around here and crucially with a good draw, you know, I think he'll, uh, he'll make a fairly bold bid. Lovely. I, I noticed your um your nap from last week, uh, Tony, on Oaks Day at Epsom. Bucket the Prophet is back for more here. Are you going to stick with him or how do you see this? The old Chester dilemma, isn't it? He's, uh, he's been drawn 11 or 14 and he's not what you want. But with a decent draw, that horse is, is trading at 8, 10 to 1 and it's 20 to 1 on the sports book. Now, I think he's win-only bet, but I am going in again. The reason being, if you go back and have a look at the Epsom run last time, yeah, the pace just held up in that race. Um, and I think Hayley Turner turned in. I thought she was, I thought she was very happy with her position. But the horse, the horse might not have acted on the track looking at it. It didn't really pick up as expected. But I think she was very happy with her position. You know, swinging in there, it just, you know, just, just got going all too late. Now, eleven to fourteen is not obviously not ideal. But I think the prize compensates, and she's been dropped a pound, dropped a pound since uh, since Epsom. And on mark of eighty six, so this this horse will win a good handicap off of of this kind of mark. And you know, ran okay over over Chester from another wide draw over six furlongs over the season, seven furlongs and a mile down the line is this horse's trip. If if the jockey can get him on or near the premises, mm. um, you know, turning in, then he'll be finishing best of all here. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to take my chance on the draw. You, you, you know, it's what kind of one you you could be on a, 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 a thousand shot after two furlongs here, but pocket the profit of a mark of 86 over seven furlongs. And it's interesting. It, it's best with cutting the ground. It's interesting. It's good ground at Chester, but they're watering to maintain good ground. And what happened a, a couple of weeks ago, you can bet your bottom dollar there are going to be error on the side of caution as, as regards to chucking it on. I think you'll get on the easy side of good and that'll play to your strengths as well. So pocket the profit, maybe the wrong recovery mission, but 20 to 1 or bigger on the exchange. I'm, I'm willing to pay to find out. Okay, and, and if you're each way inclined in this race, Tony isn't, but um, there are four places, as I mentioned, in the 320 at Chester. That's it, uh, gentlemen. Um, apart from our naps, please, for the weekend. Um, right. Tony, kick us off your nap, please. I presume it's via serendipity, is it? It is. Okay, oh. win only? Uh, yeah, I can't do a Dan Barber. Can't do a windy Dan Barber. Actually, Dan must be actually devastated because one of his standing jokes is ne- nearly biting the dust now because over here, they're talking about raising the uh, the smoker uh, age, age to 21. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, good looking force that, that man. out of the water. So he must, <laughs> must have to come up with something else. He's going to have to ride another line. 21. Okay. Um, Kevin Blake, your nap, please. 
I'm going to go with Outgate. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. At Chester. Yeah. yeah win hey, and win only. We won't mess with Win only. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do one of my usuals. I'm going for a short price double. Your board, <laughs> boardman, I think, is most likely winner at 15 to 8. And you could double that up with Keturah. Um, at Sandown, it'll make a, a decent profit for your 10 bets. So, uh, Boardman at York and Katura double for me, gentlemen. Uh, we, just we, a reminder. we laugh every week, but he was just uh, hammering us in his competition. Like, we, we need to put some respect on the Hugh Cahill. The wheels are going to come off this train very soon, Kevin. I could stop a runaway train with my form at the moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, but I'll tell you what, you, what, what are you, plus 90-something? You, you've yeah. got nine weeks of, of, of terribleness and you're still in profit. Like, yeah. So you're, yeah. not, you're not in bad shape. Well, listeners, I don't plan on starting this weekend, so the short price still will give it a lash for and Couture. And the money back special is in the two o'clock at York. Um, money back is a free bet if your horse fails to place. Terms and conditions in our show description. So that's the calm before the storm, gentlemen. Enjoy the racing this weekend. If you're going, have a lovely time. But we are very much focused on Royal Ascot next week. We'll have a podcast preview every single day to market card. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, so do take note. Right. And um, gather responsibly, as always. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck.